Nurse.com is proud to be a sponsor of the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. As the premier destination for nursing knowledge and resources, Nurse.com supports your passion for healthcare with an unrivaled collection of tools, articles, and courses tailored for the nursing community. Get your daily dose of things you need to know for your nursing journey. Discover the world of nursing like never before with Nurse.com. Empower your practice, advance your career, and enrich your knowledge. Nurse.com. It's your nurse life all in one place. You're listening to Ask Nurse Alice, presented by Nurse.org, where Alice Benjamin combines no-nonsense advice with thought-provoking interviews. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. I'm your host, Alice Benjamin, clinical nurse specialist and family nurse practitioner. And on today's show, I'm going to jump started by asking a very simple question. And that question is, are you feeling stuck in your life? I know that sounds a little weird. So let me ask you again. Are you feeling stuck in your life? And that could mean, are you feeling stuck in your career? Maybe in a relationship, in your life? Maybe you had wanted to make a change, but you're too far along a certain pathway to make that change. And you're just, you know, your daily grind is zapping your energy and you're not quite feeling as fulfilled or as accomplished or as happy as you thought she would be at the end of the day. And I mean, it feels like you're just getting through the day task oriented. If it's not one thing, it's something else. And the next thing you know it, eat dinner, go to sleep and you wake up and it's the same thing all over again. And you're not really looking forward to much of anything. So, you know, you also kind of maybe lost your purpose or your passion or just not really sure where life is going. That's what I'm talking about. Stuck. Are you feeling stuck? Well, if you are, you're not alone. There's actually a recent study that found 69% of people are feeling trapped in their same old life routine and only three out of 10 people are happy with their lives. Well, we are in a world pandemic. A lot has changed, you know, and not for the good per se or how we wanted it to change. And we don't know what getting back to normal even looks like because I think this is kind of the new normal We're still, you know, having to do a lot with, you know, vaccines and testing and limitations on travels and events and things that we once did that would make us happy. And we're just not able to move as freely about the cabin as we once did. Many of us have lost loved ones. Our work conditions are really crazy considering all the changes. Kids were out of school. Now they're back in school. And like, so family life is being once again disrupted. So man, what's going on? Are we really doing the things that bring us joy and happiness? And are we following our passion? Because based on those stats I just shared, it doesn't sound like many of us are doing that. Or perhaps there are obstacles for that. Or perhaps we've just settled. We've settled. We've kind of given up on trying to get back there because we were so overwhelmed with barriers that we didn't even expend the energies. We just settled. And that's something we're going to get into today because feeling stuck is not a good feeling. It's not. And when we're feeling stuck in our career or in our families or just in life, you know, these feelings don't just go away. These are usually feelings that we've been feeling for a while that have intensified. And quite honestly, some of us may not even know that we're feeling stuck because it happens subconsciously. And when we're kind of just getting tired and just just trying our best to get through the day and that's built up over time, 
we subconsciously let go of our dreams and goals or we push them to the side and we leave them there. But hey, y'all, ding, 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 ding. It's time to revisit this, okay? We need to figure out how we got stuck to begin with. And then let's talk about some ways how we can get unstuck and get back to ourselves, get back to what really makes us happy, get back to our passions and turning in those into purpose and following our dreams and, you know, all of those things that really make us fulfilled. Okay, let's do that. So why are we feeling stuck? Well, it's pretty natural that we feel stuck every once in a while, right? Every once in a while, not all the time. So there are many causes for feeling stuck. And some of those for people, it could be, you know, maybe they're working towards their goals and they don't actually align with who they are at the core or they're not really what they desire. So let's call these false objectives. So these false objectives can cause people to feel very stuck and very frustrated because people can build their lives around what society deems successful. But even if you've built your life based on these false objectives, you're not going to feel fulfilled because these aren't really the things that you want. You're just doing the things that you think that people think that you want. And so you end up feeling stuck. And another cause for feeling stuck is you don't really know who you are. Maybe you lost your identity or maybe you were just trying to fit in or busy trying to fit in that you kind of lost who are you as an individual so if you don't understand how you're innately wired like your strengths your gifts your talents your passions it's tough to make a decision that really empower and enable you to maximize those things it's tough to reach your full potential if you don't even know who you are so if you're feeling stuck and doing work that doesn't allow you to really use your strengths or gifts, that can be very frustrating. I've been in that position, especially as a clinical nurse specialist. I've been, was met with like these glass ceilings and I call them glass because you see through them. You don't really know that they're ceilings until you try to make a move and get through them. And you're realizing like, Hey, I can't get through this. What's going on? So yes, glass ceilings. If you're doing work that doesn't really bring the best out of you or challenge you to the core, you'll feel some type of dissatisfaction. Yep. You'll feel some type of way. And you won't reach your full potential because you're not allowed to stretch yourself to the limits. And other people can feel stuck because they haven't surrounded themselves with, you know, mentors, peers, or friends who have achieved what they want to achieve. So if you surround yourself with mediocre people, and let's say, you know, you're doing pretty okay and maybe even better than the mediocre people, You might have think that you've arrived, so you're not really stretching yourself and no one's really around you to empower you to do more and be more. So in those situations, in those routines, you're not really craving to do anything differently than what you've already done. So you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So let's think about that. Who are the five people you spend the most time with? How accomplished are they? How happy are they? Are they really doing a lot? Or are they just being mediocre? Have they settled? Maybe they're unhappy. Maybe they're disgruntled. I'm just asking because, again, you're spending a lot of time with these people. These people are going to rub off on you. This is your crew. This is kind of, you know, they're going to help you set the bar for certain things. So if they're not reaching high, are they really helping to help you reach high? I don't know. So if your goal is to run a marathon and you're spending most of your 
evenings and weekends partying, eating junk food with your coworkers, just going out and, you know, just being a big couch potato, you're probably not going to run a marathon. Now, if your goal is to live a location independent lifestyle and work anytime from anywhere, like your office is wherever you and your computer are, like on the beach, but everyone in your social circle works a traditional job, it's going to be a little tough to break away from that nine to five mentality. It really is. So let's talk about recognizing the signs that you're actually stuck or you're feeling in a rut. So being stuck is something you may not even notice at first because these are feelings that build up slowly over time. I mean, day after day, you might follow the same routines. So eventually it feels like you are working towards something, but it's more like it's like just a waste of time. You're not happy, you're unsatisfied, and you're feeling like, ugh, just blah. So here's some signs that you might be in a rut or feeling stuck. So every day feels the same. You might even have trouble remembering what the day of the week is. Like, is it Monday? Is it Friday? Like, I don't know. It's just another day. It doesn't even matter what day it is. And the days feel just so indistinguishable from one to another that you just lose sense of time. Another sign might be you're feeling like you're just trying to get through another day. Your goal is just to keep your head above water. You're putting one foot in front of the other, hoping that, you know, you can just get to the end of the day and the day's over. You don't really feel excited or inspired about anything. Another sign, you feel unmotivated. Now, you might want to take on new projects or engage in creative tasks, but it feels like your motivation has run dry and you just can't seem to get it started. You may procrastinate or, you know, just not have a lot of energy towards it. Or once you actually start the task, you feel exhausted doing it and it feels like it's endless and you just can't get it done. Another sign. You're totally feeling unfulfilled. Life feels dull. It's boring. You want to try new things, but you don't know where to begin. So you end up not even trying anything. Also, another sign that you might be in a rut or just stuck is you want to change, but fear the temporary discomfort that comes with it. You know that changing things up will make you happier in the long run, but you keep sticking with the same old status quo because it means you won't have to risk any pain or any failure or invest any time. It's kind of like going to the gym. You want to be buff. You know what you need to do, but you don't want to do all those things. It's just too much. You're stuck. You're stuck. You're stuck. You're stuck. And sometimes these feelings may be more than just, you know, being in a rut. Some of us may want to consider we actually might be experiencing persistent depressive disorder. Now, this is mild, but chronic. It's a mood disorder, which is characterized by symptoms that are less severe than depression, but can still be long lasting. So it's still worthy of getting evaluated because people, these people often experience uh, symptoms for years without even recognizing that they're actually feeling a form of depression. So it's like low mood, decreased energy, loss of interest, loss of pleasure, of all the, you know, all the common signs and symptoms of depression. Now, if you suspect that you might be experiencing this, obviously we want you to talk to your healthcare provider about these symptoms. That's going to be super important. But in conjunction with getting help from a medical professional or counselor or therapist is there is some work that you're going to need to do on your own. That's finding what the source is of you feeling stuck. So while you might recognize that you're feeling stuck, 
You might not know what the next step is. And so one thing to remember is that not all ruts are the same. So let's figure this out. What's causing your discontentment before you make any drastic changes in your life, right? That's kind of like, you can't really take any actions or interventions if you don't really know what the cause is because you're never really going to get to the root cause of the problem. You're just going to be making changes blindly that might not even help and actually might make things worse. So let's consider working with a licensed counselor or a therapist to help you with this. That would be definitely, definitely helpful. Here's an example. For instance, you might feel like you're in a rut with your romantic partner, with your boo, your bae. Or perhaps your job is a source of your feelings and even your health or your family situation or your friendships or your hobbies or your home can be a cause of unhappiness. You don't know what it is quite yet, so we got to figure this out. But don't criticize or berate yourself once you understand what the root cause is of your feelings. It's easy to minimize a problem and make your feelings seem trivial. You might think, oh, I have a great life or I don't have a right to feel this way. But these thoughts are counterproductive and keep you trapped in that rut. So while things might be just fine as they are, if you're not satisfied, if you're not happy, if you're not fulfilled, it's time to make a change. It's time to get that old thing back. It's time to, you know, get that energy back, get that vibe back, get, you know, get back to that old self and put that smile back on your face. You're going to have to do something to get out of that rut. So once you've acknowledged that this is what you're feeling, you need to start looking for ways to get unstuck. And so there are a number of ways to kind of break this negative cycle and move forward. So here are a few ideas that I have to help you. The first one is to take care of yourself. So I know this to be true because I've done this one, guys. Totally have done that. So when you're feeling stuck, you combat it by taking care of yourself. You need to offer yourself some self-compassion. This is critical when it comes to your mental wellness. So let's start with a quick assessment of how well you've been taking care of yourself. Have you been eating well, eating healthy foods? Uh, Are you getting enough sleep? Have you been spending enough time with the people who care about you and support you? Those are some very fundamental things. So if something is lacking in the self-care department, now's the time to address it. So healthy food, adequate sleep, daily exercise and social support are all essential to your physical and emotional health. So taking care of yourself ensures that you have the energy to stay focused and excited with life. So some of the things that I did was, for one, I made sure that I had healthy foods options in my house, you know, because when you're low energy, not motivated, you don't even feel like cooking. So you're going to eat out a lot and then you're going to spend more money, which is going to make you more depressed because you're going to see your bank account get low. And then you're like, gosh, I have to work more to get more money. And then it's like this spiral. So long story short, get healthy foods in your refrigerator. Also drink plenty of water. Who would have thought drinking enough water, staying hydrated plays a big role in your physical and mental health, sleep, getting adequate sleep. So I, not only is it just like getting in bed by a certain time, but doing things to help you sleep better and feel better when you sleep. So you get that good quality sleep. So I would take a nice warm shower and then, you know, moisturize with body lotion that smelled really good. And then I would, I bought a whole bunch of new pillows, made sure I was really comfortable in my bed. And then I liked my bed setup that I, I liked my sheets and my pillows because it made me feel cute. When I felt my bed was cute, I, I don't know why, but it made me feel like I could sleep better. I also made sure that I was in a good body position. I had a masseuse tell me one time, he's like, Alice, 
you're not, you're probably not. How do you sleep? And I said, oh, I can sleep, you know, call, curled up in a ball. He's like, no, 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 no. You need to sleep with your arms and legs a little more straightened out so you can get good blood flow. When you're balled up or you're bent or knees bent, arms bent, it limits blood flow, you know. And he showed me a position, kind of laying flat on my back with my arms and legs, for the most part, somewhat stretched out. They got good blood flow. I tried it, y'all. It really works. And then I also used essential oils and a humidifier. So I would use peppermint and lavender and chamomile and I'd alternate light scents and let that go for about an hour with auto turn off. So I wasn't sleeping and smelling that all night, but something to help me fall asleep. And I promise y'all, not only did I get more sleep, I got better quality of sleep. That was helpful. And also spending time with people that you love and who love you. Do not underestimate the power of support, love, and friendship. It's key. You're not in this alone, but when you're feeling unmotivated, unhappy, you do feel alone and you kind of go into this isolation thing. And that's the worst thing you can ever do. And they don't have to talk to you all the time, all the time, but someone who's going to check in with you, make you laugh, talk about things that are not just related to work, but talk about fun things. Talk about things that are going on in life, things that are interest of you, whether it's fashion, whether it's sports, whether it's worldly events, but disengaging in that human conversation with someone can make a big difference. Something else you should try doing, changing your routines. So it's hard to move forward or kind of branch out if you're following the same routines day after day after day. And, you know, many people are creatures of habit and sometimes feeling stuck stems from boredom. So let's look for ways to add different experiences to your day. So some things you might want to try. And again, I've done this, so I know it works. Strike up a conversation. Talking to new people is a great way to expand your social connections and make new friends. Plus, you'll learn some interesting things talking to people around you. Also have more fun. Spend some time engaging in activities that you truly love and that are good for your health. So maybe you go hiking with some coworkers or hanging out with friends and, you know, going to the beach. Now, mind you, let's be safe. It is still a world pandemic, just side note. But what I mean to say is just spend some time with, you know, having a good time, you know, barbecuing, maybe you're just gardening or maybe you go to, you know, watch a movie with your friends, whether it's in person or virtual, but have some fun, live a little. Also try something new. So this is really good because it helps to, you know, again, day to day, boring, boring, same thing. We got to rewire the brain. So let's shake it up a little bit. So the way you shake it up is by changing your routine. It could be something as simple as taking a different drive to work, taking a different path or watching a new show or signing up for a new class or when you get home, just doing a different routine like I don't know, maybe you walk in the house, take off your shoes and, you know, take your clothes off or hop in the shower. Whatever you do when you usually get home, do it different. Do it in a different order. Different order. Play some music while you do it. Change it up somehow, some way. Just switch it up a little bit and add something new and, you know, add some zest to your life. And then be spontaneous. If you're bored with your life, live in the moment. So do things that are not pre-planned. Say yes to new experiences. And don't be afraid to do the unexpected. So like a story, something with me, I was truly doing like day in, day out, same thing. And then there was a period of time where I was actually, I just got out of a a long distance relationship and 
I was like, I'm not dating anyone. I'm not doing anything. And so like next couple of months, I was just like work, school, work, school, family, all that kind of just like day to day, same thing. Just trying to just get my mind right to just stay focused and just stay busy because I didn't want to think about that. I just wanted to stay busy and I got into a rut. I felt stuck. And then I met someone on social media of all places and he was visiting from out of town and he's just like, hey, do you want to go bowling or hey, do you want to go to lunch? Hey, do you want to go to dinner? I'm like, sure. Okay. And something, and the thing is something in my head clicked like, Alice, I know you want to say no, but you got to say yes. So be spontaneous. And I did. And I had a great time. I, I really did. So, you know, that just goes to show that take a chance on yourself. Sometimes we say no to things because it's out of insecurity or fear of what's going to happen, or it's a protective mechanism because we don't want to get hurt. We don't want to get disappointed when the truth is sometimes you got to say yes to those things so you can get out of that funk and that stuck feeling that you're in. You know, maybe it has something to do with school and you're feeling really stuck. Like, oh my gosh, all I do is study and work and sleep and there's, I have no life. You know what? You get invited to a study group, just go. It's a great way to double up on socialization as well as getting studying done for school. And then also try heading outdoors. Research has shown that nature has a very positive impact on the brain. So I love going outside because it's that fresh air. It's the sunlight on my skin. It's like just getting out of the stuffy environment of being indoors is so helpful. So one study found that taking a walk outside reduced self-referential rumination, which is a behavior that can increase the risk of depression. And so... So a study found that nature walks were associated with decreased depression, lowered your stress levels, and it even increased your mental well-being. This is true, y'all. Because let me tell you, I did go hiking and actually I went hiking by myself. Don't be afraid to do stuff by yourself. Now be safe. Don't be just going out in the dark and then by yourself or anything like that. But I said, you know what? I'm gonna go hiking. Googled some couple places and I just went. I went kind of early morning before it got too hot hot outside and the sun was too bright went outside I was by myself but then I met people while I was there made eye contact and kind of kind of joined a a hiking group I don't know if we were all a group I think we were a bunch of solo folks that just kind of banded together once we realized like oh you here by yourself you here by yourself okay cool we're friends now so but getting outdoors was really helpful you know got my heart pumping blood flowing adrenaline and dopamine like all those feel good feelings was good so it was good exercise it was good for me mental good for me physically good for me mentally and it had so many benefits so not only can being outside increase your mental wellness studies have actually shown it increases creativity as well so the next time you're feeling bogged down or bored try going for a walk right and let go of the thoughts circling around your brain and say you know what maybe i shouldn't nope we're gonna do it we're going for a walk and pay attention to the world around you. Do some people watching. Allow yourself to relax, think of new things, and enjoy the beauty outdoors that you see. And if nothing else, it's a great way to get some exercise and you will be able to return to your everyday life with a renewed sense of wonder. So also trying to get out of that rut, you're going to have to refine, rediscover your purpose. It's easy to fall in a rut when it feels like you're not really working towards anything. So having things to look forward to and a sense of purpose are key ingredients for motivation. So for example, life goals are related to your career or your relationships, 
Those can help provide a sense of purpose. Even the small things like planning for Friday night can lift your spirits. In fact, researchers have discovered that having something to look forward to helps people to cope with the troubles, you know, here and there. Psychologists have long recognized the importance of delayed gratification. And so by holding out for our larger rewards in the future, people can actually build better self-control and stronger willpower. So, you know, make some plans, go on vacation, take a day trip at a local spot, call or text friends and make some plans for Friday, but give yourself things to look forward to and get excited about. And while you're doing that, don't overlook the little things, even the small daily and weekly rewards, such as being able to go to your favorite place for lunch or tuning into your favorite TV show once a week. Those are great ways to build a sense of anticipation for the future. So that is true. I actually started to pick shows that, you know, I would watch. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this show. It comes out, what, every Friday? Every Friday I get to look forward to this. And so I did. And, it, you know, it really kind of took my mind off of a lot of things and it inserted, you know, a little happiness and a little joy in my life there. Also, something that also is really helpful with getting you out of a funk is volunteering. Who knew that serving others would, well, actually I did know because I am a, I am a nurse and, and you guys, many of you guys who are listening to our healthcare professionals, or perhaps you're in a different, not necessarily in the health industry, but you help others in some way, whether it's at your church or at your work, in your community, but serving others. Having a sense of purpose also comes from helping others. So look for ways you can contribute in your community or your local organization. And then focus on helping your friends and loved ones with a project. Maybe you participate in your church, you volunteer, again, like with a local organization, or even you can do political activism. I mean, these type of activities give you a sense of greater purpose and meaning and are good for your mental well-being too. You'll also need to work on, as far as getting out of this funk, boost your motivation. Sometimes getting out of a rut can happen spontaneously, and then sometimes it takes a little bit of work. So you might need to take a more active approach in this. So one way to do that is to focus on your motivation. How do you do that? Well, take some small steps. Pick something that you think you might like to pursue, such as a hobby or a new workout program, So start with something small that you know you can accomplish, yet is just outside of your current skill level. So you're working hard. You're having to work for it, okay? Don't wait for motivation or inspiration to strike you. Just get going. Force yourself to get through the first step, and once you've mastered it, pick another level. Pick another step, something else to master. And eventually you'll get through these motions, and you'll feel accomplished because you're learning something new, and hey, it feels good. I have to say, this is a, this, this is a real one too. Learning something new, accomplishing it, and even mastering it can really motivate you. And then also reward yourself. Positive reinforcement is also helpful when you're struggling to get motivated. So promise yourself a reward like starting for starting a new task and then continue to reward yourself after completing each step. You deserve it. You work really hard. And then let's squash the idea of perfectionism. Okay. If you struggle with being perfect, just stop because this can actually keep you stuck in the same place. No matter how hard you try, it seems like whatever you're working on is never good enough. Don't beat yourself up. You are imperfectly perfect. So squash your tendencies towards having to be perfect and recognize that done is better than perfect. Okay. 
don't let perfection paralyze you. So in other words, rather than trying to make a project perfect and redoing something and redoing something and redoing something, just get it done. Be satisfied by completing something. And you know that the idea of just completing something is satisfying by itself. So if you don't check yourself, perfectionism can actually keep you spinning your wheels for a very long time. Don't waste your time. Instead, focus on completing projects, moving forward and on to the next. Okay, let yourself make mistakes. Guys, we got to make mistakes. That's the only way we're going to learn. Okay, and the mistakes can be beautiful. There's so many lessons that happen when you make mistakes. So many things you learn about yourself, learn about the process and the journey. It's always about the journey. So embrace the fact that you've given yourself the best effort to move on. And in time, you'll be more productive and creative and you're no longer tethered to perfectionism. So guys, feeling stuck can be frustrating, but with a little effort and you can, you know, add a sense of novelty, adventure and excitement back into your life. And if you're feeling overwhelmed by that thought, you might be experiencing something a little more serious a loss of interest in things you once enjoy, difficulty feeling happy emotions or a sense of hopelessness could be a sign of depression. Get yourself checked out. You know, you're not the only one. So many other people have experienced depression, myself included. It's not a death sentence. It's something that you can definitely work through and get help for and feel better about. And you don't have to live that way. I want you to be happy. I want you to be fulfilled. I want you to be satisfied. I want you to pursue your your passions, your dreams, and your goals. And just like you, I've been stuck. I get stuck. Hell, I was stuck a couple weeks ago, if I could just be honest. But the most important thing is to not live there, okay? We've talked about what does it mean to be stuck, how to recognize it, why it happens, and things that you can do to get unstuck. So join me. And everyone else who's listening, and maybe you want to share this with someone who you might think is feeling stuck, okay? Or talk, let's talk about this proactively. Let's not even wait till someone gets stuck. Let's talk about this so we never have to get stuck or the early sign of getting stuck. We're getting unstuck. So let's do all that together. So guys, I hope this podcast was helpful. Thank you so much to everyone who listened. I appreciate you listening and sharing the show. I'd love to hear what you think about it. You can email me at nursealice at nurse.org. Also subscribe to the station, share it with someone else. And hey, like it, rate it, leave a review. I'd love to hear it. I love the support. Really, this podcast is for you guys. And also shout out to nurse.org for being a great supporter of nurses and you know health professionals in general and just health in general. I appreciate nurse.org. If you haven't already, make sure to visit their website at nurse.org. So much great information on their website and also follow them on social. I'm Nurse Alice, your host. Uh, You can also follow me on social media at Ask Nurse Alice. Follow me. I'll follow you back. Love to hear what you have to say. And until next time, guys, make good choices, be kind to one another and live well, my friends. Thanks for listening to Ask Nurse Alice. Visit nurse.org for nursing career, education, and community resources.